Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey there, welcome to the show, episode number five. I had the amazing opportunity to speak with brain coach Bambi Thompson about how to rein in our brains with an energy hygiene practice. We unpacked what this means, how to do it, and why we should. And she leaves us at the end of the episode with an absolutely amazing challenge that's going to shift you into the flow of your biggest desires and dreams. So be sure to stick with us until the end. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to grow their income, impact, and inspiration. Each week, we're going to explore how to align to the soul of your business and grow it from there. I'm your host, Allison Scammell. Let's get growing. So let's get right to it. Bambi Thompson is a professional network marketer and brain coach for anxiety transformation and success acceleration. She helps you shift your puny to powerful so you can say yes to bigger opportunities, make a bigger impact in the world, and manifest your success with greater ease, speed, and fun. We had a delightful time chatting about this topic. She offers so many tools that you can implement in your life in any moment of the day, and I hope that you receive as much from this interview as I did. Welcome, Bambi. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you. (laughs) I am really, really thrilled to be talking about this topic with you, and I'm really excited to unpack it. You've told me, Bambi, that you were born wired to worry. Can you tell us about that journey? Yeah, so I kind of came out of the womb with a proclivity towards anxiety. And um, it sort of started out my awareness of my brain being wired towards somewhat obsessively negative thinking. I remember about age eight, sitting on a school bus and having my brain loop a thought. And I had the awareness, which kind of blows my mind at age eight, of saying to myself, you know, it's a really good thing that this is a positive thought, because if it wasn't, it would be bad news, because I can't stop my mind from thinking this thought. I mean, I remember distinctly what side of the bus I was sitting on, what seat, looking out the window, having this dialogue with myself. And it was definitely a foreshadowing of what was to come, which was as I went through adolescence, the happy neutral thoughts started to go a little bit more towards the, um, you know, the what if down kind of thinking. And then as I went into, you know, college, it kind of went from one if down into more like kind of low-grade anxiety. And what if down means like what if 
you something know. horrible happens. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because there's a game I play, the what if up game, which is ah, okay. the, the, opposite the opposite thinking pattern, right? Okay. So, um, and then as I went into college, it got a little bit more amplified. Worry, worry about you know future money, blah blah blah. Have kids, homeschool, live on a single. Uh, teacher's income and started really cranking on worrying about money. And, um, you know, we had chosen to homeschool our kids. So it was like, you know, I had put my occupational therapy to the side, which is what I am. I'm an occupational therapist, though I don't practice that way. But anyway, um, so essentially in uh, 1997, I fell off the edge. I had squirted off enough cortisol that I fell into debilitating panic disorder. Mm. I was skeletal. Um, I had severe insomnia to the point where I wasn't in books because it wasn't that I didn't fall asleep or that I would wake up. It was that I never slept. I went eight days without a minute of sleep, which people are like, that's humanly impossible. Well, I did it. <laughs> I'm wow. here to talk about it. Yeah, it was severe. And, um, you know, I, I remember saying, if I can't stop this, I will leave. I will have to leave because I can't, I just can't survive. So um, my mind at that time was a diabolical demon for me. And, um, you know, I went on Paxil for seven years. And when I came off, I started feeling the nibbling again, the eroding of my thinking. And I was like, man, I can't do this again. And, you know, I had tried everything natural for a long time. Everything I had done was external coming in, flower essences, aromatherapy, you know, Reiki, like all kinds of stuff. But it was always an external factor coming in to, in some way, shift me. And um, so once I came off the Paxil and I started realizing, okay, like this is nibbling away at me again, um, I shifted how I did it. And I started working from the inside out. And that is when I really learned how to rein in my brain and unleash a new way of being in the world from an energetic perspective because I discovered that when I used my mind in a certain way, I could shift my energies in my body. When I shifted my energies in my body, I started shifting the experiences in the external world, which is why now I say I'm a brain coach for anxiety transformation and success acceleration because for me, success and anxiety are business partners. <laughs> they are, you know, forever linked. And you've got you've to rein in your brain to be able to step into a place of power and to create. And I'm all about easy I'm a lazy ass. I want it to be fun. I want it to be easy. So using my mind and my energy field to create my success and my life and my businesses, is um, that's the joy that I have of teaching people how to do that. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I often say with my one-on-one -on -one clients that if I can give them anything, if they can walk away their time with me with any one thing that's going to create the most transformation in their lives, it's using your words, learning how to rein in their brain. Mm -hmm. And it's so powerful. So let's yep. unpack this. I love it. Yep. Tell us what an energy hygiene practice is and why we need one. How will this help us rein in our brain? Mm, it's absolutely imperative. So that's a phrase that I've coined, energy hygiene. Um, and it's an intentional practice 
to cultivate the vibrational frequency of our desired outcome, like our goals, our success, our love, whatever, that the universe will then match and bring into our experience as within, so without, right? So the within is the energy. Um, Our thoughts create a vibrational frequency. That vibrational frequency radiates out and the universe responds to that. So um, my what I want to start with is because for some people they don't, you know, they've heard like this law of attraction thing or, you know, quantum physics, whatever. And I, I just want to give um, my analogy. One of my gifts is I download these stories that really exemplify and help people land and understanding a comprehension of something. So I call it the jello bowl and flavoring the jello bowl. So imagine yourself in a giant jello bowl. You are the center molecule in that jello bowl, and your thoughts instantly flavor the jello bowl. So if you're thinking lemon, boom, instantly the jello bowl is lemon. If you think grape, instantly it's grape. If you think I suck, instantly it's I suck. If you think I am amazing, instantly it's I'm amazing. So every day we're thinking thousands of thoughts that are flavoring the jello bowl. And, you know, the human mind tends to have uh, proclivity towards the negative, the fearful, the limited, the scarce, the this is hard. So we're flavoring the jello bowl. So what I want you to imagine is that on the outer, you know, once you leave your jello bowl, which is your energy field, there is this thing called the quantum field, the universe, source, whatever. And out there is this thing that will, you know, essentially respond to whatever the frequency is in your jello bowl. So when we're taking action to build our businesses, to, um, you know, create a new relationship, to generate more money, whatever it is, it's like you're, you're shooting a bow and arrow and your arrow is the activity, okay, that you're taking. So you're in the center of the jello bowl, you draw back your bow, you release the arrow goes through this large jello bowl. As it's traveling, it's getting coated with the flavor of the jello. It leaves the bowl, goes out to the quantum field, the universe. The universe grabs it, licks your, your arrow, and says, Oh, lemon, cool. And it shoots back the arrow with a lemon flavor. And once again, it comes back through your jello bowl and lands as an experience in your life. So the imperativeness of flavoring your jello bowl correctly is you've got two chances for, you know, a thought going out. It's getting flavored by the jello. And when the arrow comes back in, the gift from the universe, it's being flavored by your jello. So you can either be rocking it or you can be really screwing it up based on your thing. So people are wondering, like, why? Why am I doing everything right? I work so hard. I do everything they tell me to do. I, you know, implement what my coaches do. It's not working. It's not working. It's because you are flavoring the jello bowl with, this is hard. It doesn't work. It works for everybody else, but not me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Right? All of these stories, these frequencies, these beliefs that we have in our subconscious mind are coating the shaft of your arrow. Mm. So you're efforting, you're efforting, you're efforting, and the universe can only match your frequency. So it can never bring you an amazing experience when you're in the I suck frequency. It's impossible. Right. These are universal laws. Pick up a pencil, you you know, you open your hand, it's going to fall to the ground. This is a universal law. So when people understand that, 
And when I had panic disorder, at first I panicked because I thought, I'm screwed because I can't change my thinking. But I also said, oh, but wait, I don't have to be a victim because I can learn to change my thinking, Mm. right? And if I change my thinking, it will change my experience. So back then, I started every day in every way, I'm getting better and better and better. That's a very famous affirmation. And it's a great affirmation because the second you say it, you start feeling hopeful. Hope is a higher vibrational frequency than despair mm-hmm. and victim. And I am stuck, right? So um, so I tell that story. So then coming back to this energy hygiene practice, um, what you're doing, it's an intentional practice to flavor your jello bowl, amplify it with the frequencies of what it is that you desire, and then you take your actions to build your businesses or to do whatever it is you do, you know, working in your job, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, and you're assuring that you are sending the correct message to the universe of what your desired outcome is. Mm. So, for example, for me, I wake up in the morning, I lay in bed. The first thing I do is I start cranking gratitude. I'll do 15 gratitudes, 15 things I'm grateful for. Always starts with, God, I freaking love my bed. Oh, man, I have one of those. My husband bought me one of those weighted blankets. Oh, nice. I love my weighted blanket. I love hearing my dog breathing next to me. I love my husband being here. You know, it's like right away out of the gate, I start flooding my body with oxytocin, serotonin, and dopamine. Most people wake up, bam, they blast out cortisol. It's like they shock back into reality and they start thinking about, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I got this, I got this meeting, I got I have to have this conversation with my boss, I have to fire this person, da da da. da. So they're flooding their body with cortisol. They have just majorly screwed up the jello bowl. And they wonder why they're burnt out as they go through their day and why they can't wake up. So doing gratitudes first thing in the morning when you're laying in bed, you're flooding your body with, I always talk about working with the bartender in your brain. The bartender's going to serve up these awesome cocktails that are going to make you feel great, and they amplify your energy field. The bigger your energy field is, the more impactful you are at manifesting, the faster you're going to manifest. If you're all contracted and tight, can't move stuff very well. If you're open and flowing and you're expansive, you are much more impactful at impacting the the field around you, right? So gratitude. And then I sit up on the edge of the bed. And when I get vertical, I'm aware of all this space around my body, which is divine intelligence. It's source. It's God. It's, you know, whatever you want to call it, the universe. And I, you know, I love Tosha Silver's phrase of divine beloved. I use that a lot. Um, And to me, it is God, but it's also the essence of the universe, which is, you know, just a very different thing than my precept or concept of God. Um, So I sit up and I start talking to Divine Beloved and, and I share what I'm intending for the day, which comes back to that practice of... Um, you should always write down what are your three top things for the day the night before because then you can, you know, you can read it before you go to bed. So you're kind of um, percolating in the energy of that. And then in the morning when you're having your initial conversation with Divine Beloved, God's source, you can say, today I am going to 
say those three things. You know, I'm going to do 10 reach outs. I'm going to have an amazing podcast with Allison. I'm going to da, da, da. And I want to feel. So first, it's the intention, the task. And then it's the feeling state. I intend to feel joyful. I want to be energized today. I want to be excited. I want to be productive. I want to be on task. I want to be focused. I want to feel proud at the end of my day, right? We go through our lives stumbling and bumbling from one minute task to the next, often with the frequency of this is hard, I'm burnt out, there's no reward, life sucks, then you die. And we wonder, why the hell does nothing ever show up differently? Number one, you screwed up your jello ball. <laughs> number two, you're efforting instead of flowing. And number three, you're not having a really clear, direct dialogue with source asking and commanding what it is that you desire for your day. Right? Yeah. And it's so simple. It is. But we're so racing, 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 racing. Yes. I love this, Bambi. And I want to share the story of when I first met you because it so perfectly <laughs> exemplifies the jello bowl analogy, which I absolutely love. You and I met at a networking event, and I was chatting with you, and I was complaining to you that I had just invested quite a bit of mo money in a business coach, and we weren't having a great relationship. And my thought that I was coloring my jello bowl with was, I'm a bad client. Right. I walked away thinking <laughs> I'm a problem child yep. and I'm making my life difficult for my coach. And you said to me, Allison, have you manifested any difficult clients lately? Yep. And I was like, my goodness, <laughs> yes, I had. <clears throat> I had for the first time in like a year started working with a client who I was struggling with. Right. And I was saying she's a difficult client. And you said, color your jello bowl something different. And I did. I started calling her my opportunity client. And I said, I'm not reaching her the way I normally reach clients. So yeah. how can I do things differently? How can I learn how to show up differently to reach her? And it was amazing within one session. Then I thought she was going to fire me. Right. The next session, she was talking about adding more sessions. And she's been a source of, she's been a referral source to me. And I have to show up differently for her. Mm -hmm. But I learned how to do it because I colored my jello bowl properly right. to set that up. It, so I didn't shut off the possibility that she and I could have a good working relationship together. Right. So, yeah. No, that's a perfect example. And, you know, I mean, if you really want to go down the wormhole, She's your creation. Yeah. <laughs> and if I do. If you really want to twist your, <laughs> the molecules and the, and the neurons in your brain, I mean, nothing is real. Everything is our creation. And, you know, some people get pissed off like, well, I didn't create this. I didn't create that. And it's like, no, you didn't. But there is a subconscious frequency in your field that is resonating and vibrating that is creating this. And the great thing is, is, I don't even care where it comes from. I can like sit down and on a piece of paper say what's not working in my life and go, okay, that's not working. So what's the opposite of that? Get there and start flavoring my jello bowl with that. You know, you got a boss that you hate. Okay, that's not working for you. Okay. Ultimately, 
to bust your ass. He's your creation. Why are you creating that, right? So what do you want? Oh, I want him to respect me. I want him to like say hi to me with a smile. I want him to acknowledge me as a human being. I want him to, you know, praise my work and value my work and reward my work. Okay, well then start flavoring your jello bowl with that because I can guarantee you if you have a boss that you don't like, you're flavoring the jello bowl with he's a jerk. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't. And now start setting the intention and know that things don't shift instantly. This isn't like magic, you know, blah, 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 like talk it and then it's there. You have to wait for, for molecules to, you know, recalibrate re, uh, and for things to shift. But if you stay in that vibe and that consistent flavor, it's just a matter of time until you start to see him showing up differently. And it it works all the time. When I, you know, I work with parents around teenage kids. I work with people on relationships, partnerships. Um, and, you know, when they do what I tell them to do, it's like the other person shows up and they, they call me back and they're like, holy shit, Bambi, it worked. It's like, yeah, it does. Because these are universal laws. I'm not sharing any magic. And I imagine using the example of the boss, if the boss still doesn't show up, the way that person wants, is it the case then that that person realizes that this is a toxic job and I'm really ready to leave? I mean, because sometimes I feel like you you can only get so far with some people, yep. but then if you're really flavoring your jello bowl in alignment to what's in service to you, right? Um, you're going to see that, well, actually, this isn't the right environment to me and I'm going to go find a different boss yep. who does respect me and give me opportunity for growth and all the things I want. Exactly. And that leads me into the whole, um, another topic, um, which is, which is really enlightening for people is to understand is, you know, getting out of the diabolical hell of how. Yeah. Right. Okay. I love so, this. So, right. So, and I love so, how you describe it. And it is. It's a freaking diabolical hell. hell, man. It's like I get so burnt out. I get, you know, with me, with my mind that circles, circles, like when I get on a how track, oh, man, I'm just like, whoa, that's way too much work. Oh, God, I, I'm too old. I, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. Like, I got so many stories that riff through my brain about why I can't do stuff. So, I stop working on the how. And I get into the questions of, you know, so in a situation like that, you know, what would it take for me to be joyful at work? Well, you might get fired the next day. Okay. That's the right thing to happen because it means that the universe has a job for you that you're going to love that's coming. And as long as you stay in the vibe of what, what, you know, what will it take for me to be joyful in work? What will it take for me to be joyful in work? Then it's like flow and let the universe. And sometimes the universe is going to give us a big-ass nudge off a train track and put us on another train track. And we go into all this judgment, which is yet another topic of what stops molecular movement and what starts molecular movement. So when we're in the how... We go into judgments, conclusions, computations, analysis. I can't. I don't have enough time. Da, 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 da. All of those things that are usually our dialogue stop molecular movement. I'm going to say it again. Judgments, analysis, computations, decisions, 
um, you know, like all of these things that are a normal dialogue stop molecular movement. So you might ask, so what the hell starts molecular movement? Choosing. Choosing opens up where you want to go. It's what's desired. So I choose to embrace this change. I choose to be happy at work. I choose to see the good in all. I choose to be open to new possibilities, right? Um, I choose to have a boss who values me. So there's that in that how. Get out of the how and start asking questions. What would it take for my boss to value me? Crank on one question that feels super, super juicy. Right now, I actually brought my journal because right now I have a couple of questions that I'm cranking on um, to really shift and, and move some, some things within me. And um, I'll read them to you because I think you'll see how I craft questions. And I ask it 25 times. Like I will sit as a meditative practice and very slowly read the question, and I will f- literally start to feel my body shifting and changing. I can feel energy moving in my body. So the first one, where can I detach from my typical thinking and beliefs and behaviors so that my momentum is unleashed with ease, joy, vitality, and wealth? I'm going to say it again because it covers everything. Okay, so I know that I have within me beliefs, patterns, and behaviors that are essentially frigging up what I want because I don't have what I want in certain areas of my life, right? So instead of getting pissed off and how do I do this, I'm going to ask this question. Where can I detach from my typical thinking, beliefs, and behaviors So that my momentum is unleashed with ease, joy, vitality, and wealth. Beautiful. Right? It covers it it all. I want to be healthy. I want to have fun. I want to be joyful. And I want to be wealthy. Nice. So what's the shit that's in the way of all that? And how do I detach from it? So I started asking that question, and within the, t- the sequence of 25 times of asking that, and yes, that's a time commitment, but I'll tell you what, that's the best time commitment. Rather than me writing out my goals and da 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 all that. No, if I spend time there, everything else is going to shift. So then what started happening was as I was even saying that, I started having things rising from my subconscious mind into my consciousness that had never come before. That I said, that's an old story. I detach from that. And I would just say I detach. You and I were talking surrender last month. That Mm -hmm. was the theme of our stuff. Mm -hmm. I surrender it. Whatever your word is, right? Um. And as I go through my day and I immediately find an old me that I don't like that doesn't serve where I want to go, surrender, detach, let it go, let it go. Just acknowledge it and let it go. And it's been amazing Mm. because I've let go of some practices in my business that don't serve my joy. It's not fun to do this at night. It's not fun to do this this way. It's not fun. I'm not doing it anymore. And I'm so peaceful and grounded. And... It's not like suddenly money's flooding in, but resources are coming to me that are illustrating you're on the path. This is the right thing. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. And it's so good that you're seeing, you're seeing that, like you're seeing the evidence come mm-hmm. in because that's really empowering to to right. get you in alignment to where you want to go. You right. see, well, that's not, that resource coming in is maybe not what I 
had thought it would be. Maybe it's not the abundance that my brain was saying it should be, but wow, it's yeah. still abundance. And that's evidence that I'm on the right track. Right. I think oftentimes we miss <clears throat> the evidence that's coming at us, you know, and we're like, nothing's working, nothing's working. And then I say it with my clients all the time. What about this? You told me about that right. thing that came in your life and this thing that came. Isn't that evidence that you're kind of on the right pla- track? And then it's like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. I didn't see it that way. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the third piece is, you know, first you're you're getting the clarity, you're asking the universe, and then you're making sure that you're, you know, living in the question, get out of the how. Just keep asking, you know, how is it that I feel da, 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 at the end of the day? How is it that, you know, um, I'm moving into momentum and it's fun and easy? But then your work, the work is to, yes, take action that's inspired. And to look for the evidence mm-hmm. yes, in everything. Yes. You know, look for the evidence. It's like, oh, man, today I actually wrote my three things down before I closed up my office. That's progress. Awesome. Acknowledge it. Right? Because mm-hmm. everything that we do and think ultimately comes from source. So we want to have this dialogue with source of what is it that we want to develop? You know, what I, I was coming down and I was saying, what new habits am I activating that will assure our financial freedom? And I was cranking on that on the way down. What new habits am I activating? So I'm acknowledging I need something new. I'm acknowledging that it's already within me. I'm acknowledging that right now I'm turning on the on switch, and I'm acknowledging that it will assure our financial freedom. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. I don't have to know. That's in the how. Why would I go there? Right, right. I love that. I love it so much. And I think one reason why we get attached to how is because we do have this general fear of the unknown. And I think especially as an entrepreneur running a business, it's easy to fear the unknown because we feel our financial livelihood is at stake. And we want reassurances that the money is going to be coming in. So can you explain why we should be not fearing but excited about the unknown? And then any tips to stop fearing it? Yeah. So think about your life. Your entire life has been one step at a time, walking into the unknown. That's what life is, right? 30 seconds from now is the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. There could be an atomic bomb and maybe we'll all be etherized in 30 <laughs> seconds. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Really. Right? You're right. So number yeah. one, why fear the future? Because, like, I might not even be here for the future. So why don't I, like, why would I waste the moments that I have right now in fear. Because if I could go to the pearly gates and look back and go, God, what a jerk. I was like freaking out about money and that was my last hour on the planet with my husband. Why did I do that? Right? I mean, it's like really, when you start having these conversations with yourself, you realize the inanity. Is that a word, inanity? It's just the, the stupidity of how our brain is wired to ruin the moment of now, which is the point of creation. Like mm-hmm. right now is the point of creation. Not tomorrow and not what happened last year, last month, yesterday. Right now is the only moment you have. So the future is where everything good that's happened in your life was hanging out. Every miracle 
is waiting for you in the future. And yes, yeah, some people will say, yeah, well, you have miracles. I have sucky stuff. Okay, well, yeah, your jello bowl has every sucky thing hanging out in the future. You have a choice. You can choose to start flowing with the simple question, what miracle can I receive today? Mm. If you're in a place of struggle and scarcity and fear and sickness, what miracle can I receive today? And then when you drink your coffee, call that a miracle and say thank you. When you asked that question, you know the first thing that came to me? Sitting right here with Bambi and listening oh, to this. That's my miracle. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, I mean, seriously, it's like what – there are three questions in access consciousness that are very potent, powerful questions. And whenever – I'm in a place where my mind wants to go to fear. I get the amygdala hijack, right? The amygdala is – our brain is wired to be searching always for where's the danger, right? Because there could be a tiger in the woods, um, which is why we have to hijack our brain, you know? And um, that that whole thing of what miracle can I receive today – how does it get better than this? And you ask that when it's sucky and you ask it when it's joyous. You know, I was at a pumpkin festival with my husband this weekend and we were walking down in the fall colors and everybody was joyful and it was happy and there was food everywhere. And I said, man, how does it get better than this? How does it get better than this? You know, and it's always asking the universe, here's my high vibe. Take me higher. Take me higher. Take me higher till you're freaking orgasmically euphoric. <laughs> And good stuff is happening, right? So what miracle can I receive? How does it get better th than this? And what else is possible? When you ask, if you, I don't care what your life is like, you know, if you have cancer, if you just got told you're going to get divorced, if you just lost a child, whatever it is, those three questions can bring you out of the how am I ever going to survive this? It's going to give it over to God, and it's going to be looking for it getting better, what miracle, and what else is possible. And I've had experiences in my life where, where what else is possible? Right now I'm in fear. What else is possible for me to feel? Neutrality, okay, or maybe just a slight worry, right? That's better than fear. What else is possible? All right, well, now I just kind of feel neutral. All right, what else is possible? You know, it's like living in the question gets us out of the how. If we could have figured it out, we would have done it. Mm. We'd be there. But we can't. And it's not our how anyway. It's God's how. It's the universe. It's source. It's the unicorn pony in the sky. Whatever, <laughs> you know? I got to share another Bambi story of how this exactly what she's saying worked in practice for me. You and I had met for lunch a couple months ago. And we had a great time. And I had blocked the rest of the afternoon off for like I was calling it a self-care orgy mm -hmm. and but I didn't really have anything planned I wanted to be in the creative moment of like what wanted to be so I was said goodbye to you got in my car to drive home got on the interstate and it was a parking lot <laughs> there had been a terrible accident on the highway with even a fatality mm, and yeah. it had everything was just stopped. So I'd, I was sat there for 45 minutes, not even moved in mm -hmm. park on the interstate. And I was like, this is not a self-care orgy. <laughs> like, 
like, right. this is not what I had expected for this afternoon. But then I remember what you said. You said, how does it get better than this? Mm-hmm. And I so I said to myself, all right, this is all – This it all felt too, like, divine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like I need to open my eyes in this moment. And I asked the question, how does it get better than this? And I kid you not, the traffic immediately started moving. Mm-hmm. At a crawl, mm-hmm. but it started. And then I got off the first exit, right? Mm-hmm. And when I got off, I accidentally got in the wrong lane. So instead of turning left, I turned right. And the tr- there was just massive amounts of parked cars everywhere. There was no traffic moving. But yet, so I was like <clears throat> cursing myself for being in the wrong lane because I thought I'll, I'll never get turned back around to right. get in the direction I want to go. Well, there was no traffic at all in that lane going right. So I turned and there was like uh, everything in the left side of the road was a parking lot. And the right side of the road, there wasn't a car. And then all of a sudden, I my GPS kicked in and the, uh, there was this route that I didn't even know existed. It was like I found a wormhole. Everywhere I looked was a parking lot except for this free lane. And it took me to this route. I didn't even know I could get home taking yep. this route, uh-huh. and it took me all the way home without, like, I was home in 15 minutes. And I swear to you, everywhere else I looked, it was absolute, like, people were not moving. It was taking them hours to get home. Right. And I know that somehow that shift, <laughs> like, how does it get better than this? Right. It just, like, opened up a wormhole for me. Yeah. Oh, it does. It's unbelievable. It's like I I can't even – I could write a book of the stories of my own personal life and what my, my clients have reported of just things that were impossibilities that happened because they changed the flavor of the Jello bowl. Really. It's true. And whenever something like that happens, to me, it's like, oh, God is saying, slow down, sit right here. Be in your mind. I mean, I I never mind anything in the car because it's a it's a guilt free time. I can't be productive in any other way, but being productive with my mind. And to be truthful, you know, being productive with my mind is the most potent activity I can take. Because then, when I go and actually do a physical activity in my business or life or for my health or whatever, it's going to have that much more of an impact, and it's going to land its mark Mm. so much better. So always look at those opportunities. And, you know, Divine Beloved has a plan for us, and everything that happens is happening for some purpose. And when you get out of – remember what I said, what keeps us stuck? I did a, you know, a podcast, What what why are you stuck and how to get out of it? You know, why you're stuck is because you're living in judgment, most people in that traffic jam were there. They were pissed off. Oh, yeah. Oh, they were ranting. They were oh, yeah. raving. They were flavoring their jello bowl <laughs> oh, yeah. with, oh, man, this is really a bummer. And so they were stuck in judgment, which just contracted their energy more, which just, you know, flows, you know, blocks up their vitality and their health and their joy and their everything, their power. Um, and, you know, when we get out of judgment, we get out of the suffering. Because the only thing that makes us suffer is our judgment that what is happening shouldn't be happening. Mm. Yeah. But 
I, I talk about the analogy of we are chess pieces on a chessboard, and, and God, source, universe, is moving us. And we have to go on certain squares to get to checkmate and to win the game. And some squares are going and having a test that shows that you have cancer. Some squares are getting a divorce. Some squares are, you know, losing your house. But if you stay in possibility and you ask those questions and you you prioritize above everything else, your energy hygiene, and you rein in your brain, those are just stops on the route mm. to the magic and the wonder that the universe has for us. Yes. So beautiful. Yeah. So get out of the judgment that it shouldn't be happening and go, wow, what miracle can I receive today? Yeah. How does it get better than this? Yes. Yes. And you know, those traffic jam situations, those Mm in-betweens, they are, just as you said, these beautiful times in life to be like, let me check in. Mm -hmm. What's happening up there in my brain? Can I just be aware of the stories I'm telling myself? Are they serving me? And I think it is we we get in a place, and I think especially in the modern world, if we get in an in-between where we're waiting for something in a line, in a traffic jam, what's the first thing we want to do? We want to make it happen. And grab our phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And then we, we get caught in that, yep. like, whatever, scrolling, and we shut ourselves off to all this awareness. So it's just such an opportunity. The next time you find yourself in an in-between, mm-hmm. standing online, in a traffic jam, wherever you are, invite in these questions Instead of grabbing the phone or getting pissed off, invite in the, how am I flavoring my my Jell-O bowl or how can I get better than this or all these things. Oh, you're inviting possibility. Yeah. Because what the human brain does is it locks down probability. Yes. So, so good. I love it so much. Bambi. Would you, (laughs) if I could put you on the spot, Mm -hmm. would you leave our listeners with a challenge on this topic? Mm. Yeah. So write down on a piece of paper all the things that you don't like in your life. Then pick the biggest one that is the place where you hemorrhage the most life force energy what's the one is it money is it loneliness is it health is it relationship whatever because if you can nab and shift the thing that sucks your energy the most and raise a higher frequency into that space everything else is going to fall away and shift so go for the big one and then crank on and craft a question. You know, here's a great one. Why am I now allowing, let's say it's money, because a lot of people that I work with, you know, money is an issue. It's, it's a concern. Why am I now allowing money to be easy, exciting, fulfilling, and fun? Why am I? Yeah, Why? Why am I now? I don't know why. 
but the universe knows. And the universe will download different behaviors, different thoughts, different beliefs, different things are the why. It's mm-hmm. happening, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So why am I now? If I said, how am I now? Okay, then I activate the word how, which means my brain wants to go to solve the how. So it's like kind of like, why am I now allowing money? Or why am I now allowing my relationship with my husband to be easy, exciting, fulfilling, and fun? What else is possible? What miracle can I receive? Mm-hmm. How does it get better than this? So cool. Right? Yeah. If you just apply those principles and understand that you're changing the jello bowl, it's just a matter of time until the the you know the universe is going to be bringing back through that jello bowl experiences and look for it. Yes, look for it. If the husband usually is a total like comes home grumpy, angry, slams doors, doesn't talk to you, doesn't even ex- act like you exist, and he comes home, slams doors, doesn't talk to you, but he made eye contact with you for one split second, freaking acknowledge that. Yes. Because you manifested that. Yes. Like, I don't care how tiny it is. We're talking grains of sand. Acknowledge it, celebrate it, be grateful for it and love it because gratitude and love is the most magnetic frequency you can have for creating and changing Mm. something yay oh my gosh that's so beautiful oh my gosh i could sit here and talk to you for hours and hours and hours i love your ways with words bambi you have such a gift of how you teach complicated topics Mm -hmm. in a way that's super easy to understand, digest, and implement. Yeah, that is a gift that I have. And I love your ways with words, and I'm just so, so grateful that you're in my life. Oh, thank (laughs) you. Well, ditto. I feel feel like we're soul sisters, light beings that came together, and we really raise each other up and it's a beautiful relationship that we have. I'm very grateful. Ugh, I am so grateful. And thank you for taking the time to speak with us. I knew this episode was going to be good, but it's better than I – it's this or something better. This or something better. <laughs> it was something better. Yep. And so please tell us how people can find you to learn more about you and your work. Absolutely. So um, the first place is to go to my website, which is BambiThompson.com, B-A-M-B-I, Thompson with a P, T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N.com. And I encourage you to grab my free Anxiety Breakthrough Jumpstart Kit because it's going to give you three or four tools um, that I haven't mentioned here, which are powerful ways to flavor your Jello bowl. Nice. There's about money. There's just about a variety of things. Um, I do a lot around the topic of money because money was the uh, you know the impetus for my panic disorder. So I've spent many, many, many years working with law of attraction, quantum physics, and things for money. Um, And then on my – I have a variety – actually, I have a scarcity hack, which is um, a freebie also on my website, which is um, a way to – scarcity not just specific to money. It could be scarcity of love. It could be scarcity of health, whatever it is. It's a a 
practice that you can do, um, an activity, a strategy to shift from prosperity into abundance. And then um, I'm on YouTube. You know, just Google Bambi Thompson. I've got tons of YouTubes right now. My YouTube channel is a bit of a mess, but there's that's who I am. I just fart stuff out. It's like, <laughs> wow, I just got out of the shower. I need to share this right now. So it's just kind of like all over the place, not organized, but there is a ton, a ton, a ton of tools. I am all about tools. Nice. Everything I teach is a tool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again. So, so grateful that you're here and in my life and in the world. Thank you. And the planet is so lucky to have you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to chatting with you again yeah. on the podcast. Ditto. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks again to Bambi Thompson for chatting with us today. All the links to find her are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're digging on this content, then I kindly ask you to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. I also invite you to head over to my website, allisonscammell.com, where you can download three free soul-guided meditations to help you get a clear vision of where to grow your business to in six months and precisely where to place your focus today to get there. Again, that's allisonscammell.com.